Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Nikki Arden, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes, and I am joined with fellow agents Sharon Spurl and Michelle Breyer. Today, we are going to discuss Disney's Disability Access Service, or DAS. So my family and I just recently returned from a trip to Walt Disney World where we utilized DAS. And in doing so, it was incredibly beneficial to our touring and, you know, how we enjoy the parks and, you know, our overall just experience. And to be honest, I don't think that our, that a lot of people are aware of it or maybe they're just unsure of how it works. So regardless, we're here to teach you all about Disney DAS. So let's, let's jump right in. Disney's Disability Access Service or DAS is a program offered at Walt Disney World theme parks, and it's to help guests who have difficulty tolerating extended waits in a more conventional queue. And this is due to a disability, obviously. The service allows guests to schedule a return time that is comparable to the current queue wait time for any given attraction. Please know that this is not, you don't just get immediate front-of-the-line access to these attractions. Essentially, you're still waiting the same amount of time for the attraction as if you were in the standby line. The difference is with DAS, you don't have to physically wait in the queue. And so for families with disabilities, this is a game-changer. And we'll go into more detail about why it's so awesome later on. Okay, so first, how do you register for DAS? So there's two ways that you can register for DAS. The recommended option is to pre-register in advance via a live video chat. And you can do this between two to 30 days prior to your trip. I'll provide a link for registering in the show notes. Also, this is something that, you know, each client has to do themselves. Uh, Your travel agent cannot register this, you know, for DAS for you. I mean, we're amazing, but we aren't that amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So while on the live video chat, the cast member will determine if you or whomever family member um, is eligible for DAS, and then they will guide you through the registration process. One thing to keep in mind is that the person who's receiving the DAS will have to be present during the live chat. If it's a child, they're just going to ask you the questions, you know, the parent, but if, you know, if they're an adult, obviously the person, you know, they'll ask that person just a short little questionnaire, basically, why do you need the DAS? And then they'll have their picture taken. And then at the end of the registration process, you'll be able to select up to two advanced selections for each day of your trip. So what I didn't realize that I thought that it was just two DAS, you know, I didn't, I don't know why, but I just, I didn't realize that it was two for every single day. So if you have like a five day trip, you'll want to know (laughs) which day you're going to which park because they'll ask you, you know, so what are your top two rides for this day? 
you know, say it's going to Magic Kingdom and then you'll give them, you know, your top two and then they'll give you the times that are available for pre-selection. So that way you already have two advanced selections for each day, which is kind of nice because you can have those two advanced selections and then walk in the park and get another desk. So it's really nice. If you choose to not pre-register, you can still register in person uh, with a cast member at Guest Relations on the day of your visit. So just look for the blue umbrellas or blue roofs. Uh, those are you know Guest Relations, and they can assist you with registering for, for DAS. So I have a son who's eligible for DAS. Actually, <laughs> a couple of my family members are eligible, but we only registered for one this time, and we pre-registered. I highly suggest that you start the pre-registering process right at 7 a.m., you know, when the video chat lines open because wait times, you know, just just to get on to a live chat with an agent or with a cast member, they can get pretty long. I called right at 7 a.m. and I waited maybe two minutes. It was not long at all. That's great. And I was... Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I, but you, I did it like at 7 a.m. <laughs> you just like, you're just, just like, you know, you're trying to get a virtual queue. <laughs> I was, yeah. I, I, I like rope dropped the DAS. <laughs> so I, um, okay, I, I like I that right, right there. That's a, a new term. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a Disney person. So I'd rope drop a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I use that term for a lot. <laughs> So I, you know, right at 7 a.m. I called. I didn't wait very long. I got connected to a cast member really quickly. And it was super easy, seamless. The only thing is I was kind of like, it was 7 a.m. So I was trying to get my kid ready for, you know, he had camp that day. And I was like, I was trying to do all this thing. And I'm also trying to talk to a Disney cast member, you know. there, <laughs> Yeah. So if you have other kids, other things that you have to do, maybe, you know, delegate this to another person, you know, have your, you know, your spouse to handle it. Well, you know, if, if you're the one that like me, if you're the one that handles all the, the familial duties in the morning, but it, it, the process isn't too long. The longest process, honestly, was making those, you know, advance to DAS selection, the pre-selections. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, honestly took the longest because I wasn't prepared and I didn't have, you know, like, I had to go look up. I was like, okay, I can't remember which day we're going to Magic Kingdom and yada, yada, yada. So I'll have all that information, you know, with you so that you don't, the process will go a lot smoother. Okay, so now you've registered for DAS or pre-registered or however, you know, how do you use it? A lot of, you know, and Disney makes this very easy. I know sometimes these days, does Disney doesn't make things easy, but for DAS, it's actually really, really easy. You can use DAS right in the My Disney Experience app. So once you've registered, you'll actually start seeing DAS as an option. Like in the app, there's an entire DAS menu. And then when you're inside the parks, you'll actually see it in as, as an option to reserve DAS when you select an attraction. You cannot make a DAS selection until you've actually scanned in to the parks for that day. There were some days that we were like, we kind of took our time and we didn't come into the parks until, you know, a couple of hours after park opening. And I just went in and I I couldn't make DAS selections because I hadn't actually scanned into the park, which I mean, obviously makes sense. It's not like 
Genie Plus, where you can make those selections regardless of where you're located on the resort. You have to actually be scanned into the park. I mean, it takes a little bit, little bit to get comfortable with the using it, kind of like very similar to Genie Plus. Actually, it's a lot easier to use than Genie Plus, in my opinion. But once you get comfortable, it's it's very simple to use. And like I mentioned before, the time that you're waiting will be the exact same as the posted wait time for the attraction. So if it, you know, you're trying to ride Slinky Dog Dash and the wait time is 80 minutes, then your DAS return time will be 80 minutes from the time you made the selection. And, you know, once your window opens, meaning you've waited the entire length of time, you can enter the attraction via the lightning lane just as you would a Genie Plus. So when I say your, um, I know I mentioned when your window opens. So it's kind of like, I don't know if you remember the old fast pass where it's like mm-hmm. you have a window or even with Genie Plus, you have a window of time that you can make the attraction. So, you know, you have between, you know, an hour of when you can come back to the attraction. With DAS, it's different. As long as you've waited the amount of time, you can come back anytime to redeem that DAS. You don't have to make it, you know, say they don't give you like a, a certain amount of time. You can arrive anytime after that set time, which is kind of convenient because if, you know, the time's up and you're in the middle of a restaurant, you don't have to worry about running there to to make your DAS. It's there and it's not going anywhere. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. And that's, you know. Especially if you have little ones, you know. Right. And you don't, you and, don't or if they need to use the bathroom the last minute and you're like, well, we got to go. Like, you don't have to worry about I that. I know. Right. And then and one of the things I like, because like I was using Genie Plus in conjunction with DAS. And so I would schedule like, Genie Plus, you know, selection, lightning link selections, and they would be, you know, right when the DAS, you know, so it was kind of like when I was waiting for a DAS, I had a a lightning lane and vice versa. So that was, that was kind of convenient. One thing to keep in mind is that the guest with the DAS has to be the one to scan into the ride first and they have to be riding the attraction. So you can't, you know, say my son was, you know, he had the DAS and he didn't want to ride this particular ride or he wasn't tall enough you just couldn't ride that ride or you could, you just have to use standby or, you know, purchase Genie Plus. You can't, if he's not riding the ride, nobody can use DAS, if that makes sense, which is, you know, obviously. (laughs) Of course. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mentioned in the introduction, I am joined with Sharon and Michelle. So both have also used, you know, they have experience with DAS and they both, you know, sing its praises. So ladies, tell me a little bit about your experience using DAS. I have used DAS in the past 2021, and I believe when my son was three. So let's say 2011. And we had really great experiences. The one thing that I was uncomfortable with was having to go to the window and just saying, you know, and I would always bring medical documentation. They don't want to look at it. And they would, you know, just say, okay, you know, for what reason I would list their disabilities and the, I guess not symptoms, but you know, the parts of the disability that made it difficult to wait in line. And the first time we did it when my son was three, it was such a gift, such a flawless experience. And, um, we avoided meltdowns. We avoided having to go back to our room or just, you know, the, you know, part of my son's, um, disability is behavior regulation. I'll put it that way. 
And, you know, when you're in the really hot sun and you're little and you're tired and it's really, really hot, you know, it's difficult to understand, like, we have to wait here. And, you know, let alone when you have to wait for a meal, that's another whole other tantrum. (laughs) But, um, you know, we would hope to, like, get to, like, five rides in a day. And, you know, for him, when it, you know, when it was shut down and like, okay, you're tired, like we're done. We had gotten so much done for our family in in our, um, what you would call normalcy or what, you know, our expectation would be different than someone that doesn't need a um, DAS accommodation per se. We went last year and it was different from when we had gone in 2011 and both my kids needed uh, accommodation for DAS. And again, I went with the documentation. Uh, I brought both my children. And what's funny is that, not really funny, but when you're going to the window, you know, I'm telling my kids like, okay, behave yourselves. Like I need to speak to somebody. And they're just standing there like trying to behave so they can get into the park, not understanding what I'm doing. And they're standing there like angels. I'm like, you did really good. And they're like, what are you saying? And I'm like, you don't need to know like what I'm talking about. Just, I just need you to sit still for like five minutes. And, you know, um, what do you call it? The guest services window? Yeah, guest relations, guest services. Guest relations. They're always so, just so gracious. It's not an invasive process. So to hear that they kind of revamped it is great because I'm going to avoid going to the window and I'm totally going to do it in advance. I like the fact that I'm going to talk to someone one-on-one in the privacy of my own home and say, here are the issues. And my kids can stand there and they're probably going to see them (laughs) having those (laughs) issues while I'm talking and saying, sit right here and just look at the camera. So I look forward to it and I'm going to have to relearn it, right? So as we're sitting here, I'm kind of like listening and taking notes and just seeing how it's going to be next summer because we uh, we booked for for June 2023, and um, you know it's it's one less thing to worry about when you're trying to enjoy a family vacation with with children that have that have special needs. So that's that's my my two cents on the uh, matter. Sharon, what a, what have been your experience using DAS? Yeah, sure. So yes, we have used DAS before, and before like get into like personal experience i think it's important to note or to say that das is not for people who have mobility issues necessarily so just because you're having to be in a wheelchair or because you're in a walker or you have a little scooter Mm -hmm. that is not giving you access to das in the past Long ago, once upon a time at Walt Disney World or in the Disney parks, like that may have given that to you. But since a lot of the attraction queues have been updated, they've now been updated so that wheelchairs can get through to them. So if you have a wheelchair, if you have that ECV, you're not going to be DAS eligible just for that reason. So I think that's important. I was just talking to a client about that one time it's been like in the past and they needed that. And that was for a reason. I said, okay, everything you sort of knew about it, forget because this is all new now. And just because maybe little Susie is in a wheelchair because she maybe broke her ankle or something like that, or because grandma 
doesn't move as fast anymore, maybe, and is in the ECV going faster than everybody else in your party these days. Those are not reasons anymore. So I think that's important to say just to get that out there. I know that's sort of, um, I don't know, maybe sometimes I feel like that's a cuss word to some people, you know, because they look at me <laughs> like I yeah. have two heads. Like, what do you mean? Just because I'm in a wheelchair, I don't get to use it anymore. So I did just want to mm-hmm. throw that out. So for us, like, I'm not telling secrets here. If Robert was here, he would, you know, tell you what I'm going to say. You know, we, when we go to theme parks, we get it because of Robert. He does have some panic and anxiety that in some circumstances, standing in that standard queue is just not going to be good for the family for that day. We're going to end up either him back in the hotel room, sort of de-escalating, just sort of, you know, taking that mental break or we're all going to be there. And that's just no fun for the family. So when we do go to theme parks, Robert, we do utilize that if possible for him. Sometimes we take advantage. I mean, we always have it in hand. And personally, sometimes we use it. Sometimes we don't. You know, I'll just be like, okay, you know, do you want to grab it for this ride or not? So you're not, even if you have it, you don't have to use it. If you feel like, do you know what? I'm going to miss some of the fun from the standard queue because they have those interactive games for the kids and things like that, that you're not going <laughs> to access by utilizing that lightning lane, that faster to the ride lane. And if you're like, so we'll be like, okay, how do you feel? Do you think we can handle this? This is what it looks like. And, you know, we'll take it one-on-one. So if you have kids, especially, that's something important to look at. If that line queue is only 45 minutes and things are going great and you're like okay i think we can do this you don't have to use that so right when we especially, are, uh, yeah, yeah go ahead. especially like if you're rope dropping and you know the wait time is five minutes don't get a dash for that just i mean that's a walk <laughs> yeah. on you know yep. <laughs> you know all the rides if you look at the wait time if it's under 10 minutes it's a walk on don't you don't need dash you know sometimes even 15 minutes just because the lines are so i mean just the the queues are so long you know, if it's under 15 minutes, that's, that's basically a walk on. And you're you'll end up having to wait that long in the lightning lane, you know, anyway. So but yeah, that you make a good point. You don't always have to use (laughs) DAS. Yep, yep. You don't always have to use it. But you know, if you are eligible, if you have it, you know, just sort of judge how the day is going, what the crowd looks, what a particular attraction looks like, as far as wait times and just judge it, you know, based off of it. Now, I have not personally used the new system. So like Michelle, I was taking a couple of notes there, Nikki, since you did just try it. Because when I go, when am I going in September? I have so many trips planned to Disney for the rest of the year. I'm getting confused. When I, that sounds like um, a wonderful problem. I it know. is a wonderful Can problem. I have that problem? <laughs> Which trip and who am I going with? And uh, and a lot of them were last minute trips. Like, but yeah. So when I go in September, we may have someone in our traveling party. Robert, this is a girls' trip. No guys allowed. We may actually have someone in our traveling party who is considering looking into this further and whether this is something that would be good for them. So it's possible that I don't want to say that I'm going to get to play in the DAS system, but I mean, as a travel agent, 
we're learning all the time and it is sort of playing for us. So, you know, I mean, that's the reason this September trip happened for me. I'm like, I really need to get in and play with Disney Genie. I know all the concepts. I've been in a couple of times, but I really just need to get into the down and dirty of it, you know? And it turned into just me going to now there's seven of us going and this is a girl's trip and, you know, so on and so forth. So it's possible that I'm going to get to, per se, to play in the DAS system. But while you were talking, Nikki, like a couple of, I guess, questions came up that I don't know the answer because it is a new system that you may have the answer to. So I know with the old system, how it worked was if an attraction wait time was under 30 minutes, you could just access that, well, it used to, then at that time was the fast pass lane. Now it would be the lightning lane. Um, so if it, the attraction was under 30 minutes, you could go ahead and just access the ride right then. If it was over 30 minutes, that's when you re- received a return time. So how does that look now that it's all within the My Disney experience? Similar. It's very similar. I, I can't remember if it was like, because I know there was some that would have like, you know, 30 minute wait times in la- or less. But I want to say that it was basically like, it wasn't immediate, but it was like within 15 minutes, 15. You know, so it was like basically the walk to get to that ride, which, gotcha. you know, was the amount of time that we had to wait. And then, you know, there were times when we were kind of just standing in front of the entrance because we got there just a few minutes early. And they don't let you, it's kind of like a lightning lane. They don't let you really scan or they, I don't really know if you can scan in early. I don't think we tried. Sometimes when you have a lightning lane, they let you scan in five minutes early. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we even tried that. To be honest, we went in June and the and the crowds were so large that we didn't see many for the DAS. We, like I said, we use Genie Plus and DAS. And if you're going during like peak crowds, this is, I mean, it's pretty good. We had already purchased Genie Plus before we even decided to use DAS. So if you're going at peak crowds, yeah, this this is a pretty good touring strategy. It keeps you from having to, you know, be there at rope drop to ride, you know, the big rides because you can still, you know, you can get a DAS for it or you can get a Genie, you know, a lightning lane for it. If you're going like at one of the slower times, I probably, I mean, you probably don't need Genie Plus if you have DAS. You don't. But when the wait times are all over, you know, 30, 45 minutes for just about everything, it's kind of nice to have both. But to answer your question, I think you still have to wait. I don't think you can immediately go. So it's a nice compromise. Yeah. It gives you a return time in the app. But yeah, I want to say we still had to wait a little bit, even if it was like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that's not bad at all. But yeah, there wasn't anything that we could immediately get onto, mm-hmm. but that could have just been because nothing was <laughs> nothing was below a thirty minute wait time. That's a good so. time to get like a snack or use the restroom or you know. Yeah, and I'm sure yes. the the cast members probably enjoy the system a little better because they're not having to be the one who makes those calls if the wait time was 35 minutes well do you go ahead and just let them on because 
really five minutes could change. A 35 minute wait time could go down to a 25 minute wait time in a matter of minutes. Or do you give them that return time? So there was, you know, always in the system before now, like there was always that depending on who the cast member was at the attraction, you know, when was a matter of whether you received the return time or whether you were able just to go ahead and go on and enjoy enjoy the ride. So that was always right. that. So this way seems a lot more consistent, at least. It is. It's definitely consistent and you don't, and it's all like automated. I mean, you just, it's just like with Genie Plus, like you, you do it all within the app and then you scan in and then, you know, you're like, so like I said, the person who has the DAS, the, they have to scan in first because their picture will show up and then, you know, you scan your magic band so my son scanned his magic band and it would, you know, turn blue. And then as soon as the cast member, you know, matched his face on the picture to him, he pressed a button and then it would turn green and then we would all go and they would be green for every one of us. So that's why the person with the desk has to get scanned in first because the cast member has to verify that. The person who, <laughs> again, is using the DAS is the one that's writing. Yep. Which that is different from the old system where before when you went to, you know, guest services and you got the pass, you would link your five other people to you. And it didn't matter who scanned in first because when you received a return time, that DAS pass was connected to all six guests. So then it was just like... Well, back then, using the fast pass, you scanned and you went. It turned green, like mm-hmm. they didn't have to verify anything. So that is a little, a little different and really good information to know. And so, I guess then that brings to another question. And you may again may not know this. We're putting. I feel like I'm putting you in the hot seat, Nikki. But so <laughs> it's okay. So the DAS, like when you like received it for your son, did you all have like multiple My Disney Experience accounts? So like I know you could do it in your My Disney Experience account because you plan for your son. But let's say if your mom was with you and she had her own account and you all were linked, could she make the DAS passes in her account as well? Yes, if you're linked, because like. So Morgan, my husband, and I both have our own accounts. And so as long as we're linked and we're in the same, you know, party and we, you know, we've got tickets and everything, they're all the same, then, you know, he can make the selections just as I can. Oh, yep. That's as long as you're linked in my Disney experience. Yeah, well, that's awesome. That's really nice that they do that. And it's not just central to that one account holder the one person yeah yeah Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. nice because you can have up to oh man is it five people i think it's five additional people so six total right i think it's yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah okay so that's what i'm saying all those people who if they're all linked you know they can all i guess make deaths but obviously the person who has the desk has to be part of that list that's, you know, when you when you select the people that are going to be, you know, that person has to be on there. Yeah. I liked the little stream, the streamline system that they have going on now uh, with it all. You know, you can pre-register ahead of time. You get those two advanced selections, which is really nice, especially when you're going at a, you know, peak travel time. The only 
hard part is like, you know, with me, I was like, I don't really know what my plans are going to be. Cause you do, I did this like a month before my trip and I planned, you know, I didn't plan as many ADRs, dining reservations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan as many of those because we had a two-year-old and we just, you know, things change at the drop of a hat. And so I had to just kind of like wing it about what we were going to be doing. Like, oh yeah, sure. We'll be in the park at 8.30 PM. We can do Peter Pan then, you know? So it was just like, (laughs) you kind of have to think ahead of like, okay, well, what are we going to be doing? Um, If you know, you're going to take a midday break, don't plan your, (laughs) your advance around that. Yeah, exactly. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. I knew that we would go. And that's the thing. Like I, I thought we would go back to the parks every single day, but then my family was like, I'm tired. I don't want, I just want to hang out at the pool. And so I'm like, okay. (laughs) So all those, like all the advanced, uh, I think one day we stayed at, you stayed really late and we used those advanced. I don't know why I picked my advanced DAS selections, like for the, you know, evening time, but I did. And so, you know, I did ended up just losing those, but the ones that we didn't use, but so just kind of, Keep that in the back of your mind when you're when you go to register. Have the you know your list of the days that you're going to the parks and into what parks and kind of have a, a basic idea of what you're planning on doing that day, so that when you're making those selections, it's kind of like back in the, you know when you may, used to make Fast Pass Plus selections, you know, very similar to that. So kind of plan your day around those if you want. So when you entered the park, could you go ahead and make a third DAS? Or did you have to use yes. those other two first? Yep. You could go ahead. Gotcha. Okay. Nope. I can make a third one. And see, mm-hmm. I learned something so today. Those two I learned advanced lots today. selections are separate. <laughs> yeah, those two advanced selections are separate from whatever DAS you're making in the park. So you've got those two selections. Those are in your account. It'll be in your, you know, my day when you go into the the app and you look at my day, they're already in there. And then you can just walk in the park and you see, oh, well, you know, Space Mountain has a 60 minute wait. Go ahead and make one for that Space Mountain. And then you can just kind of leisure in, take pictures and in Main Street, do whatever you want. And then make your, you know, make your way over to Space Mountain. And then once you're done with that, just make another one. That's just, that's how we toured. And it was very nice because we could just kind of leisurely you know, enjoy the parks. We weren't running from attraction to attraction, you know, because for whatever reason, you know, it was just nice. It was nice, especially when you have a a kid who has, you know, some cognitive, you know, issues where they just, they have meltdowns and they, you can't change it up really fast. Or, you know, if you do a lot of things and they don't have time to acclimate, they can, you know, it's way more stressful. It's, it was a lot less stressful using this. And I guess one of the things I love about Disney is their commitment to inclusivity and being just accommodating families who have, you know, who have special needs. And they are in the business of creating magical vacations for the entire family, you know. Yeah. And Des is just, you know, it's just one of the ways that they do this. So, yeah, like if there's anybody in your family that would, you know, face difficulty waiting in this, you know, standby queue... I highly recommend it. I believe that, you know, Sharon and and Michelle and the rest of the Pineapple Scapes crew, I think they highly recommend you register for DAS. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it really is wonderful. It is. And it's just one of the ways that Disney makes 
makes it special, makes your trip special. So, yes. Okay. So thank you to Sharon and Michelle for chatting with me about DAS. And if any of you guys have any further questions about Disney's Disability Access Service, feel free to reach out to us. And like always, you can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links to our social media. We would love to have you join our community. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.